Good evening and welcome to Adventures in Lollygagging. I'm Aaron and I'm going to be your Game Master again tonight for our Warhammer 40k campaign, Cubicle 7's Wrath and Glory, as we play through the litanies of Lost Adventures. You may notice we're down a couple of players tonight. They were eaten by rampaging orcs. We hope uh, we hope them well in their recovery and, and maybe we'll see them in a couple of weeks. Uh, before we jump into our recap, we're going to go through and I'm going to let the players introduce their characters. Um, they can tell us what their objectives are for this session. And if they spent any experience points, they want to showcase something cool they bought, they can let us know about that. But we will start with Melissa. All right. Uh, so I am playing Sister Nura. Um, and it, boringly, I have done nothing different. Um, I didn't meet my objective for last time, so I still have the same objective, which is to exalt the rewards of sacrifice in the Emperor's name. So I need to make sure that I actually get that done, because I didn't do that last time. And I am currently hoarding XP for reasons, and we'll see where I go with them uh, later. So I am exactly the same as I was before. We will see if I uh, have any particular need to jump from point A to point B and see if that goes any better this time, because that went poorly <laughs> last time. So Come on now, Melissa. Your characters are amazing jumpers. <laughs> <laughs> it's a theme. It's a theme. <laughs> All right, Jeff. Entertaining jumpers, definitely. definitely. Entertaining. Yes. Yes, yes. yes. Uh, brother Birk Taloff, uh, he... Uh, yeah, he, I have I have also not spent any XP. I don't have as much as I want for what I'm planning to get next. I need to get to 30 and I'm only at 24. So I need a few more. So hopefully next time around or whenever we get finished with this next bit, uh, I'll be able to to, to update it. But otherwise, Birktalov, uh, Adeptus Mechanicus Faction, Electro Priest, full great variety. Uh, he is uh, covered in many electus. And uh, his, his objective this evening is to reminisce about the forge world that uh, he has visited and compare it to my current location. He is, I think, because he was originated in the Gilead system, it's likely he's only actually been to Evercross. And so that is the only thing that he refers to. Uh, so we'll see. We shall see indeed. Uh, and then Ashley. So I haven't either purchased anything new uh just because i'm also <laughs> hoarding like a little goblin because i have something cool i want and we'll see if i can do it but um yeah last time sister celeste actually kind of did her thing where she just buffed people and she's like here's the passion for you here's by his will you can get it you know and uh we'll see if that continues i like it um, so a quick recap, uh, we took a slight detour last session from the Litanies of Lost for a, uh, action-packed, uh, train heist where our group of, uh, of troubleshooters were co-opted by an inquisitor and asked to, uh, steal something from a train and they hit it hard. Uh, they, they took no prisoners. Uh, Sister Nora uh, had some jumping issues, but ultimately uh, everything went well. Um, Wigbert uh, 
did some weird crab crawling things and murdered people with power blades in his mouth and 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 all all went well but we did find out that there is a heretic cult uh, that are working potentially with or as part of a smuggling ring and that was ultimately what the inquisitor was looking into is this smuggling ring uh, so everybody was successful. The Inquisitor was happy. Uh, and a couple of weeks have passed before the three of you are called to meet with Helene uh, Veronius, your, your, the, the leader of your troubleshooting organization and part of the Veronius uh, fleet and task force, second in command to uh, her cousin, the, uh, the leader of the flotilla. You are, you are called to meet in an orbital station above Avacris. So when you get that call, Brother uh, brother Talib, where would you have been at this point? And what would you have been doing for the last couple of weeks? Well, um, he, if, he, if we're getting called up to the station, um, he, he, spends much, he spends much of his downtime either probably down on Avacris as he spent, as he was... He was originally born on one of these stations above Avacris and kind of saw himself moving down to the planet and even beneath the planet to uh, to the various like engine worms and things underneath. So I think that he probably would, if we've had a couple of weeks, he might have been kind of touring through some of the um, the internal engines that are that are uh, like relics uh, left on Avacris at this point. Uh, as as for him, it's not just like sightseeing it's, it's almost like pilgrimaging a bit and so that's probably what he's been doing and he's just a short hop away uh, from where he needs to go uh, but that is what yeah. i think he might have been doing because he's very curious about them the dark age of technology not necessarily too curious of course uh, but it is good to Omni be informed for offend but yes it, yes absolutely. knowledge is power exactly um sister nora um where are you when you get this Voxcast transmission requesting your presence on the orbitals above Avacris? And what have you been doing? So one of the things that uh, Sister Nura had learned kind of in between, you know, kind of our last jobs was that there was a smuggling ring might have some information about the uh, Paul of Trunia that she has been searching for. And we were just... Uh, on a train with people in a smuggling ring. So um, she was knocking more heads around and trying to uh, kind of gather some more information about that and see kind of what the overlap might have been between the smuggling ring that might have had some information about this personal goal of hers and the smugglers that we happened to come across. Um, my assumption being that, you know, she got to knock some heads around and land in a similar place where she was before, that this is still a search that she is on and has not yet ended. Um, so I'd <laughs> like to imagine it was kind of one of those fun little like mid punch that <laughs> she's got a like, <laughs> like retrieve a message kind of thing of like, hold it right there, <laughs> get the message and come back and like kind of finish her interrogation and then be on her way. Hello, why don't you give us a uh, cunning test? See if you actually get the information out of <laughs> Cunning, this. you say. Yep, cunning. <laughs> um, uh, DN4. 
Sure, sure, sure. Sure. You've got this. <laughs> I do not have Excellent. This. I have Excellent. One success. Okay. So you you as part of your interrogation, I mean, you're you're a sister of battle. You are imposing and terrifying. And I am I am intimidating. I am not cunning. Very intimidating. So unfortunately, as part of you know, during these interrogations, um you find a lot of people that you're fairly certain has information, but they are so terrified of you uh, and so easily beaten and broken that uh, you're unable to get any any solid information out of them. They are literally too afraid uh, of you and the consequences of even speaking with you for you to get anything out of them. That doesn't stop you from trying. Um, oh, no, well, I no. Do. Bones are broken and, you know, faces are smashed and we move on. Uh, the Emperor protects, exactly. No. Uh, Sister Celeste, what have you been doing for the last couple of weeks while uh, after the train heist? So sort of similar to Sister Nura, but different. She's still on the case of those tarot cards that were getting smuggled out. Mm -hmm. Except this time... Um, from the previous intel she gathered, she realized that being a sister of battle is kind of against her. So she is attempting to blend in more. So she actually isn't donning her her power armor. Um, and she's been doing a little bit of espionage, trying to see um, if she could purchase one or where they've been going. I like it. Let's see how good your disguise is first. And then that'll, oh, in, that'll inform us on, on how well your, your, your next check will be. So it's, it's a deception check. Uh, difficulty three, because sisters of battle, I mean, you, you, you have a, a way of carrying yourself and you have a general yeah. look about you. That's going to be difficult to hide. I was trying I to find a fun way to invoke my rogue trader keyword. Oh, so that was the thought. I I like it. Okay, yeah. Go ahead. Uh, go ahead and uh, give yourself a bonus dice on that. Sweet. Okay, and you said DN three. Three. Two successes. You have you have wrath no, points, I but. Do. It's pretty early, but you can absolutely go for it if you want. You know, I still have my objective to pull, so let's keep it fun. Okay, I dig it. Four successes. There you go. Nice. So you are able to very successfully disguise yourself. You spent enough time with the rogue traders on the flotilla, uh, mixing up with different classes of people as you ministered to them that you actually got a pretty good feel for what the lay person, the laborer looks like. So you've managed to put on uh, some pretty heavy laborer's clothes that kind of disguise your frame and your bearing a little bit. And you are down... Uh, asking these questions. So go ahead and give me a standard difficulty to cunning check to see if you can run down any information. I cannot. We are not cunning, us sisters, are we? <laughs> We're just here to heal some shit and beat some people up. And you're good at it. To be fair, neither is Birk. 
So <laughs> let's hope there's not a lot of those rules tonight. <laughs> I think Justin's our, our cunning person. <laughs> uh, you roll yeah. three dice. That's three three times what I can do. Oh, oh good. No. Yeah. So uh, you're not able... Uh, the people you're talking to, I mean, you, you're very effectively disguised, but you what you really get the feeling is, is that the area you're working these people in, that the community, the markets that you're working through, they just don't know. They don't have the information to give you here. Uh, and it's during one of those uh, talks, because you're not really interrogating somebody, you're, you're, you know, you're pumping them for information. You get the Voxcast message to head to the one of the orbitables, orbitals above Avacris. And I think that's the moment where, because she's had her hair covered because she has that bright platinum white mm -hmm. hair. And as she's talking to someone, she kind of pulls it back and it reveals her like horribly marred skin and her platinum white hair. And she just kind of like winks at this person as she walks away, as she answers her Vox. Uh, and you see literally as you turn, uh, that person is probably 20 yards away already and still running. <laughs> uh, so... We fade away. We we see these shuttles coming up to the orbital. Uh, maybe a space elevator coming up with Brother Talov in it, and you are escorted by a couple of the flotilla um, uh, Scion Tempestuous guards uh, into a briefing room. When you get in there, you see Helene Veronia sitting behind a desk, uh, and she's she's tapping on 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 a data slate. And she looks up. She's like, oh. My troubleshooter is excellent. Please come in. I have got an interesting job for you. Or actually, I've had an interesting job brought to me for you. I'm going to let uh, a new associate brief you on that. And she turns, and at that point, the door slides open. And out walks uh, in the flesh... The hologram, the interrogator that you only saw in the hologram before your train heist. Um, so a human looks like he's about forty-five years old with weather-beaten skin. Uh, you can definitely tell now in person that he's had some uh, rejuvenate treatments uh, to digress his age. So he could be anywhere from a hundred to two hundred years old. No real way to tell. Uh, he's got medium brown hair uh, with flecks of gray in it, but but uh, he's still ramrod straight, clean shaven. Uh, he's wearing those glare shades that he was in the holog in the hologram, so you can't see his eyes, and he's still dressed in this elaborate naval uniform. He's like, <clears throat> "It's a pleasure to meet you in person. I am Inquisitor Rathbone. I've." got an interesting problem that I brought to Mistress Veronius, and and she's graciously allowed me to uh, tap on your shoulders again to, to perhaps provide me a bit of assistance. It involves, or potentially involves, the smuggling ring that we were looking into with that train heist from a couple of weeks ago. By the way, as congratulations are in order. Uh, it was a masterful takedown. And on such short notice, you are truly talented operators, which is which is why I'm here now. But enough of that. 
We did our job. Words of praise are extraneous. Uh, of course, sister. I, I very well said. And in the emperor's name, you've uh, you've cut to the heart of it, as as I would hope that you would. You see, we have a potential problem. The Arch Domina Vakul, who is the Magos commander of the Forge city of Baloxia, um, is quietly and covertly looking for a group of mercenaries to find something that she has lost. She's gone out of her way to avoid standard imperial channels. She's not going through the administratum. She is not going through any of the local law enforcement. She hasn't gone to the arbiters, and she is actively attempting to avoid any inquisitorial interests. Needless to say, when my people brought me this information, I was immediately determined to find out what it is that she is so desperate to find that she doesn't want us to know about. I did a little bit of initial digging and very much unexpectedly, I found that there's another inquisitor looking into this, but from a different angle. One inquisitor Argyle, he is, I'm not going to say that he should be excommunicado, but he is more of a radical bent. And I am not 100% sure that his interests would fully align with the Emperor's interests in the Gilead system. So what I need is I need a group of trained investigators, trained operatives, to go in undercover as Archaeotech scavengers, a band of Archaeotech scavenger mercenaries, to meet with Archdomina Vakul and get to the bottom of what it is that she's hunting for, who has it, how it went missing, and how it ties in with this smuggling ring. You have to get to the answers before Inquisitor Argyle's agents get there. It's imperative that we seize control of this information and we don't allow it to slip back into the shadows. I've already inserted your information, your biomes, your data slates, your false personas into the database in uh, in the city of Biloxia. So you should be able to meet with her without too many issues. Now, I mean, she is a Magos, so her command of the data sphere far exceeds my own, but I have other professionals working with me, and I believe she's desperate enough that she won't look uh, too closely at uh, your resumes once you present yourselves, particularly you, Brother Talov, as a Fulgrite priest, um, someone of the Mechanicum who is willing to undertake this uh, will be of great value to her. Sisters, you're obviously both going to have to go into deep disguise. Sisters of battle are, are almost as inexplicable to an operation like this as would be a space marine or an inquisitor. So I do have light power armor. 
broken and well apparently broken and scarred uh but fully functional that you can use that would be acceptable in a mercenary group Brother Talav, I expect you'll have to insert yourself almost as a local guide for the rest of these mercenaries. Now, don't worry, V and uh, Wigbert are dealing with another small situation for me, but they will soon meet you on the planet's surface and assist you with your investigation. What are your questions? Birk looks very disappointed at that, and he says, that is a pity. I thought they had finally recycled their flesh and made themselves useful. Uh, no, no, they're 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 currently working for me. If if something tragic happens to them, I'm sure that we uh, they will go to the corpse starch factory like everyone else. This uh, this Inquisitor Argyle, you say, is radical, radical is synonymous with heretical. Are we then to purge this one? No, no. I, I say that he is, he, he, I would say he runs up close to the radical barrier, but he has not been declared radical by the Inquisition. I just have concerns with some of the way he operates and how some of his missions go dark. I don't believe he is working in the best interest at all times of the Emperor as I see it. And as I have convinced the Veronius uh, family to see it. I think it's in our best interest to ensure that whatever is going on with the smuggling ring is brought into the light instead of hidden deeper in the shadows. Birk is like having trouble computing. As uh, for him, uh, heretical behavior, it's binary. It either is or it isn't. There is no spectrum. So he's just sort of furring his brow. He has no eyes, of course, but he's furring his brow. You see his electus kind of going on overdrive as he's trying to calculate. And he he goes quiet as he knows this is, I will be honored to serve Magos. Let me, uh, let's be clear. Uh, yeah. Don't kill Argyle or his people unless they try to kill you. And then it's open season. Understood. Excellent. Any other questions? And Sister Nur is just sort of looking down at her power armor and looking over to Sister Celeste. And she's just sort of like under her breath, she's just undercover. Sisters, I know. I'll help. Um, I, I I know it's almost heresy to ask you to remove your sacred, uh, sanctified and anointed armor. Uh, but remember, this is for the greater good of the Empire, for the greater good of the Emperor, and as a direct request of the Inquisition who sits at the Emperor's right hand you would be doing him a great service by making this sacrifice. Well, and of course, in I have no question in my abilities to survive even in far inferior light armor, scrapped light armor. And again, she just sort of throws <laughs> Sister Celeste a look like, 
what are they expecting us to like put on? Um, but, and then just sort of, you know, as, as she does, you know, just kind of stiffens her back. Sacrifice for the emperor. Any opportunity to sacrifice for the emperor. But she just still sort of has that look like she's taking off like fine clothes and putting on <laughs> like rags or something. It's just like Birk is a good Birk is staring at you, by the way, because he is bare chested and has very loose robes from the waist down. And that's it. As you whine and complain. <laughs> and he just shakes his head and said, it is a pity the train did not make it easier to recycle this. So the flesh and the complaints that are now emitting from your noise bag would not have to be suffered by those in this room. I am quite proud of all of my intact parts. Thank you, brother. Mm -hmm. If you continue to perform in the way that you performed when trying to board the train. I do not think your flesh parts will remain intact for a significant period of time. That is quite the accurate assessment of my performance during our I have performed job. the necessary calculations. I can explain to you the probabilities of how many limbs you will lose in this next mission if you care to hear them. We uh, really yeah. do like each other. They'll just rattle them off. <laughs> 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 just like, we really do perform well together. <laughs> I, uh, listen, I've been running, uh, you know, agents uh, and inquisitorial war bands for a lot longer than you would think by looking at me. And a little bit of infighting, it's, it's good. It brings people together or it gets rid of the weak links. One or the other. We have no weak links. We would not work with weak links. And sort of it's like, whoa, 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 whoa. You, <laughs> kind of that like we can, you can't. Hey, that's why I that's why I asked for you. You you guys uh did an amazing job on short notice for me before, so I think you'll have no problem handling this issue. Have no have no worry, uh, interrogator. We uh we will serve uh, the Archdomina uh, to the best of our ability. And well, remember. I will ensure the completion of this task and the eradication of any heretics. Excellent. But remember, you're serving the Inquisition. Archdomina uh, Vakul just thinks you're serving her. More than likely, you're going to be serving her up on a plate to the Inquisition at the end of this. But. Uh. Perhaps. Perhaps. We'll see. You never can tell. Well, there's going to be a shuttle waiting for you. Uh, I don't want you to go down in a space elevator. You're, you'll take the shuttle down. Um, you'll be meeting with Archdomina Vakul in a uh, one of the lower uh, subway uh, stations. There'll be directions in your on your data slate. You should have no problem finding it. Excellent. Thank you. Beer so as please. we go off. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> no, I was going to say, beer, please. It's just like, okay. just goes. 
<laughs> so we see the shuttle pulling out of the orbital. Um, and then we hear buried beneath the surface of Avacris's wasteland is an endless warren of colossal machinery. Ceaseless industrial activities without wind or rain to offer cool respite drives the city's temperatures to the limit of human endurance. The sheer scale of Biloxia's foundry forge is barely conceived by its residents, few of whom travel beyond their cult-assigned manufactorum, where they are ordained to live, work, praise the Omnissiah, and perish, only to be recycled as corpse starch. Between the massive industrial centers scraping a sky of iron sheaths, wide transportation conduits ferry raw materials and tech priest retinues between the spires. The theocrats of Balaxia fight a losing battle to catalog every excavated route through the city. For tectonic shifts, mining operations, and political machinations constantly open new tunnels and rediscover old forgotten ones. And this is the city in which you are set to meet Archdomina Vakul. The shuttle lands very near where the secret subway station is that you are going to go to. Um, as it lands, your sensor systems blanket out the area to ensure that your landing and your departure is undetected by the manufactorum's omnipresent servitors um, and surveillance systems. What would you like to do? So Sister Nura, when kind of everyone reappears, she's like her her initial walk, I'm imagining it to be very awkward, sort of like dog in shoes, kind of like initially just sort of getting used to it. And she also, because both she and Sister Celeste have that sort of like platinum hair. Mm -hmm. And so she has this oddly dyed like red hair mm -hmm. where she took sort of this like undercover bit seriously mm -hmm. and so she just kind of comes out kind of looking to see like if she sees sufficiently non-sister of battle at this is it point. like is it like screaming red hair or is it or is it more muted or like it's, hot pink it's not hot pink but it's the it's not the dyed like reddish brownish it's mm -hmm. the dyed red Okay, okay. Uh, go ahead, give me a deception roll. Okay. Uh, just a difficulty two. Let's just see how good this disguise oh, is. Oh man, I am as deceptive as I am cutting, so this should be fun. Um, what did you say the, the difficulty was? Two. Two, okay. That's the number of dice I'm rolling, so we'll see. <laughs> it is a wrath complication and two failures. <laughs> okay. So what happens as you get out um, and the heat just starts to bake into this dye and it 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 turns it streaks weird colors due to the heat um you're not sure how good your disguise is but you're fairly certain that no one would mistake you for a sister of battle looking the way you look at the moment perfect and she just sort of looks looks at sister celeste kind of looking for kind of that like eh? Imagine like you try walking a couple times and she's like, no, stop. And like you're hunched over weird. You're overcompensating too much. Just be normal. And you're trying to walk normal and it's just not going. 
<laughs> and she's sort of like watching you and then is sort of like walking behind you, like just taking a few. And she like gets it, gets it figured out. Yeah. Um, and then sort of looks over to um, Birik and it's like, this, is this what it's like adjusting to an augment as she sort of like walks awkwardly? Your hair color is an expectation. It has no true purpose. If you were truly committed, you would have removed hair from your head entirely, for it is unnecessary and will cloud your performance. That could have been an option. That definitely could have been an option. But this definitely seems like an affront to Sister of Battlehood, no Sister of Battle whatever, do this to their hair. It is certainly an affront to something. It's, Let us go. And he walks away. <laughs> <laughs> I love beer. <laughs> uh, so uh, you're you're very near the entrance to this secret mm-hmm. subway um, platform. Uh, when you approach it, uh, you see that the door is sealed. Um, beer, give me a tech check. Difficulty three. Sure. All right. Three. All right, there we go. Uh, that is five successes, one shift. Um, what would you like to? Sh- you want to shift that to glory, or do you want more information? Uh, I'll go information this okay. early. Yeah. Um, you see that the door is sealed, but it will open to your Mechanicum uh, Elect Two Ident code. However, what you do recognize is that there are there's a redundant and secondary uh, security system that has been retrofitted to this door recently, and they've tried to hide it. But it, it's going to do a full biome scan and then cross-reference all information against Mechanicum database for uh, redundancy and uh, gene matching. Do, so somebody's uh, trying to make sure whoever's coming through this yeah. door is who they say they are. Do I think, uh, so I know that we provided certain like, like ident cover, you know, basically covers mm-hmm. that is, do I have any inclination that this, that our covers would be suitable here or should I try or, or would I need to try to figure out a way to shut that down or bypass it for the, well, for us to get through? With the shift, I'm going to say that you're a little concerned that mm-hmm. the Inquisition's ability to insert information into the data sphere of a Mechanicum uh, city is, is not going to be adequate. You get the feeling that you'd be better served if you spoof uh, okay. this uh, detection system. And so he will say, hold. The flashbacks are ineffective at providing proper identification. I shall circumvent that problem now. Um, what would you like me uh, to do for that? Di- difficulty four tech test. All right. Here we go. Wrath complication. Oh gosh. Uh, I I will one success. I will definitely spend a wrath point to re-roll, but there's gonna be a wrath complication, so that sucks. Uh, let's do that. Four successes, but got the wrath complication. Okay. Um I think with the wrath complication, you're able to link up with the data sphere. Um that that kind of works. Harsh environment, it's kind of going similar to where I was gonna go with it. Um, you're able to get in 
and you're able to um, spoof the sensor system so that the um, the uploaded data information data for you now matches what the sensor system is going to record. But in doing so, the your when you connect the mode of force to this, you get a, a little bit of a feedback loop as the system resists it. Take one point of shock. All right. Not so bad. Okay. But you are able to spoof the system, so it is going to read the three of you as these, uh, as this Archaeotech scavenger mercenary team. And then uh, he will turn to them. It is done. And then he will push forward. Thank you. And she just she keeps it short because she knows if I say too much, you get annoyed. Should be twenty feet away. Yeah, I know he's gonna be gone. He's not gonna hear it anyway. <laughs> so the doors slide open, and this this long um, uh, escalator going down, but it's completely pitch black in here. Of course, it has no effect on of, on Talib because he doesn't rely on his eyes to see. Much like most of of the Mechanicum have abilities to sense things without their eyes. However, for Sister Nora and Sister Celeste, it is very, very dark. Is there anything you guys want to do to alleviate that, or are you just going to go with it? Or do you have anything to alleviate that? Uh, yeah, that's what I was like, that's looking. Um, I... I have things to write with and things to read. I have nothing that would help add any light to this situation. As you so, are going through your things, you're going to feel Birk next to you. And you're going to feel warmth from his breath as he just says, as I said, if you would have replaced those jelly, circular, spherical things in your sockets with something more capable, this would not be an issue now. You can grab onto me and I shall lead at least. Should and she sent. was was half listening. And so like she was still upset about the whole like you should have shaved your head thing. And so she's about to say, like, what would shaving my head have had to do with? Oh, you meant my eyes. Oh, okay. Yes. I yes. And she'll sort of just put her hand out and she'll like move Sister Celeste over to like the other side. Yeah, Celeste does have no. I don't know if she has a light, but at least I I do have one augmented eye, Mm -hmm. though that one's auger, so it gives me plus one bonus die to sight uh, sight based awareness tests. I think Uh, that would I think that would kind of work. So I mean, you're getting some kind of like light intensifying, maybe some very but a little maybe some very basic infrared light intensifying. So you're it's not perfect vision, but you're able to make out the general environment around you as the escalator goes down and then right as it gets to the bottom uh the floodlights come up on the subway station and uh you're you're momentarily blinded by the brightness of the light but as your eyes adjust you realize it's actually not that bright but it's significantly brighter than the deep darkness that you were in and standing not 10 feet in front of you is not archdomina vacuol you instead see a uh, what can only be described as a as a servitor. I mean, it's at one point was human. Uh, you can tell that much by its basic frame, but its arms have been re- uh, replaced by 
mechanical claws, and most of its the back half of its skull is taken away, and there's sort of a plexiglass uh, covering and electrodes sticking into its brain, and its lower jaw has been replaced with a mechanical jaw that's just broken open and 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 wired open, and inside is like a little Vox transmitter. And it's just standing there, completely still. Nura sort of whispers to tell him, what was our cover? And as uh, soon as our, you whisper, our, yeah. okay. the servitor's back starts to flicker, um, and lights begin to go up and down its spinal column, and you see some lights flickering uh, in the electrodes in its brain, and then its eyes glow slightly, uh, kind of a sickly green color. And then the the Vox caster crackles, and you hear white noise and static coming out of it. Uh, uh, uh. Is this thing work? Yeah. I am... Archdomina Vakul. She's saying this in very broken low gothic. Obviously, not the mm-hmm. language she prefers to use. Birk, you know that more than likely she only communicates in lingua technis, uh, mm-hmm. probably for the last century, but she's making an effort here. I have cross checked your credentials and you will perform the task I have for you adequately if we can come to an accommodation. What are your terms for this accommodation? I will give you, each of you, each member of your team, the equivalent in in game terms, four wealth each, so a you know a year's worth of income basically. And if you are able to complete the mission that I have to set for you, would this be agreeable to you? The terms of the mission will determine whether the value you have placed on our completion of it is accurate or inaccurate. Until such time as those details are provided, we cannot be objective in our evaluation of your accommodation. Mm. Damn servant, indeed. Well spoken, brother. Three days ago, one of my secret facilities was attacked, and a status coffin containing something of great value was stolen from the tech crypt. My own attempts to quietly apprehend the thieves have failed. I want you to find and return the status coffin undamaged. Do you have suspects of employees who might have had history that they might do such a thing? Mm. Indeed. The list of suspects is long. Other foundry forges resent 
Biloxia's ascension and might sabotage my operations out of jealousy. Recently, the Magi masters of the Secutari of Karadar, the Titan Guards, who claim to speak with the authority of the absent Titan Legion, have been rattling their sabers. Either of these factions are possibly responsible. There is a third possibility. The stolen status coffin does not belong to me, but I have been looking after it for some very influential and very unforgiving associates who shall remain nameless. They're unaware that the status stasis, stasis coffin was stolen, and it's important that I keep it that way, but they may have enemies who have stolen it from them. What other questions do you have? Who was last to see this stasis coffin? Mm -hmm. That would be best looked into by you. The tech, the tech crypt where the stasis co coffin was stolen from is still under control by Skatari rangers. No one has entered it. That would be where I suggest you begin your investigation if you choose to accept the mission. So, Aaron, are these Skatari rangers, are they under her? Yes, uh, they're, her, okay. they're her guard. So then he'll ask... Um, I mean, technically, they they technically they work for the for Biloxia, the the Forge Foundry city, right. but she is the Magos of it, so she's right. the ruler of the city. So yeah, are the Skatari Rangers aware of our arrival? Will they be pliant and open with information? They have been ordered to provide what assistance they can. Understood. I'll look over to the other two, to Nura and Celeste, and wait for... He won't say their names, of course, uh, mm -hmm. but he will look over towards them and see if they have any questions. Remember, the status coffin is not to be opened under any circumstances. Confirmed. Da. Given the... Additional information, your accommodations are acceptable, but we reserve the right for additional negotiation depending upon the outcome in the additional obstacles that we might, uh, we might need to overcome since you are unaware of what the, uh, which of the three dangers it could possibly be. Acceptable. I will write within the contract a renegotiation clause for up to a 50% increase per agent in the event that factors complicate the retrieval to the point where rene renegotiation is warranted. Confirmed. We will take no more of your time. And at that, the... Um, 
the servitor stops speaking, pivots, walks over to a, a reclamation grinder, and crawls into it as it as the grinder starts to close and just shreds this human cyborg into down to component parts. And then and your data sort of looks at Beric. Don't get any ideas. <laughs> mm. I would not waste the metal as it is done. <laughs> And at that point, your data slates chime with the contract information and the required counter uh, counter signatures. And then once you have signed off on this, you you are you receive a download of directions to the Tect Crypt, which is within the city proper. Okay, beer cool waste time. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So as you make your way into the city, you're on these basically moving sidewalks and through these these small transport tunnels. You're able to blend in with the unwashed masses of the tech adepts and manufacturing workers. It takes you about an hour and a half, even with some of the mass transit, to get to the crypt, the tech crypt itself. As you approach, you can see that it's it's modest in size compared to the production fortresses on either side of it, blanketed in a sensor smoke um, by by cherubs flying around the tech crypt uh, with their sensors uh, continuously letting off this scented smoke. Okay. Tell me. Uh, I mean, we're su we're we're supposed to be here, so mm -hmm. uh, I, I Birk will move forward with clear purpose and will not not waver from that, and will kind of walk directly uh, towards it, looking for any signs of what Skatari range, like there's a Skatari ranger or anything like that that's on uh, that's in charge. Like if there's a specific like lieutenant or captain. So you go. To, you uh, go in the. Yeah. You go in the main doors, and the first area is just sort of an atrium. And you see a tech priest in there. And and you probably know this, Birk, already, but the sisters might not know that a, a tech crypt is the resting place for revered Mechanicus priests. It's basically like a tomb. Mm -hmm. um, in addition, the most unique augmentic, uh, augmentics of these revered tech priests are preserved for study and worship. Um, and you see these in like display cases. In one display case, you just see a skull with these augmented eyes, these amazing augmented eyes, and they're still wired up and moving and watching you as you go uh, along. And then in the next is this very large case with kind of a basically a treadmill in it, and you see a set of this this amazing. It's a quad set. It almost looks like four spider legs off of a chassis. And you see this dead flesh torso uh, being preserved as these uh, spider leg augmentics just continuously run on this treadmill. Uh, and these type, these sorts of things are, are throughout this atrium. Birk, you see them as, as holy representations of the Omnissiah. Um, Sister Nora, Sister Celeste, when you see these grotesqueries, what are your thoughts? Nero just sort of looks at Celeste. 
Just to what purpose? Uh, and she thinks on it. In uh, Celeste thinks this is like weirdly beautiful because she herself was crippled. She lost her legs. And now she has found new use again for the emperor uh, with her augmented legs. And so she's looking at these spider legs that are running and it's displaying. And, and she doesn't really have the proper words for it, but she just, she just tells you it's, it's beautiful. They, 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 they are not. And like, Sister Nura is sort of used to the idea of like the physical body requires effort and maintenance and those types of things. And this being tech, doing something that doesn't seem to serve a function seems a bit superfluous to her. And so she's just giving Celeste this kind Even of- <laughs> in death, they serve the emperor. How are they serving? How is this service? There is Knowledge. no risk. There is no sacrifice here. This is mechanical is, circle. How else would they know how it has connected to the body without study? I see. This is... Recent. I could have easily have lost my use, my service to the emperor, but I have found new service as she, like she kind of broadcasts her eye to you. It's not the end of things. And then she'll just follow after Talov. Uh, the tech priest is uh, approaching you um, and in binary um, uh, chatters out to you, uh, Brother Talov. Uh, how may I assist you, brother? Do you come here to pay respects to one of the revered tech priests? Um. So just to clarify before I, I answer, so for Jeff, so th this so this specific tech priest would be aware that we've been sent here by He may not or, know or, you've been Okay. He, he might not know you've been sent here at this point, but okay. um I mean if you ask, if you question him about it, he could he would probably uh, be able to verify it. Okay, so he will so Birk will pay do respect um and so he something to the effect of um we are not here to worship although respect shall be given in all due course we are here to converse with a squadron of skatari rangers we have been led to believe they remain on the premises and he, he responds in binary, uh, yes, brother, you will take the elevator down to the far, to the lowest sub-basement where the vault is. The maniple of Skitari Rangers are there, and they still control the crime scene. Thank you. And at that, the the elevator doors, you didn't even realize there was an elevator there, but this the part of the wall slides open and you see an elevator. Mm -hmm. The elevator has already been programmed to take you to the correct floor. Was it you and your efficiency? And he will step onto the elevator. 
Now, of course, all that happened in binary. So Sister Nura and Sister Celeste have no idea what's going on. <laughs> you just see yeah. them on it over When Birik <laughs> just kind of like nods, that's when Celeste adds, thank you, as she also <laughs> follows. And oh. Nura is just sort of like still trying to wrap her head around Sister Celeste's reaction and then realizes that there's a whole other thing that was happening that she was completely unaware of. And she's just like, she's not enjoying life at the moment <laughs> right now. Like she's just not like, she, this is not her uh, element at the moment. And so she's just sort of looks around and just kind of like comes behind uh, Sister Celeste. And the moment she your sighs. body passes into the elevator, the elevator door quickly shuts and the elevator drops. Not, not, horribly fast but fast enough that your stomach moves up into your chest for a moment um and then quickly decelerates and gently stops and the door opens and right in front of the elevator door as it opens you see um this group of skitari rangers and there's one who is the skitari directly in front of you beric um is clearly still obviously female Mo she still has enough uh biological parts that she is is clearly female her guys augmented eyes um her her hair has been replaced with sort of uh cabling and she has a couple of mac uh coming off um and her lower forearms are, are both cybernetic but the rest of her looks mostly biologic what are you doing uh, here birk uh would the, what, what, what would her like honorific or what would her like rank be? Uh, she would be a, a Skitari uh, lieutenant. Okay. Lieutenant, we are here for a debrief on the crime that has been committed. By whose orders? And at this point, uh, because because they're specifically under uh, Archdomina Vackel's, uh, like he will he will mention her. Like we've been sent here by Archdominal Vackle on a special assignment. Please provide the brief. Can you confirm this? Um, did she give us anything to confirm? I don't remember. We got a contract. Uh, okay. Um, that's true. Yeah. So he will he will kind of provide the summary of contract. She scans it. She goes, "Acceptable. I am Lieutenant Tango Mike. Ask your questions." Please provide efficient summary of crime, starting with notification of crime, suspected uh, individuals who might have perpetrated such crime, uh, and what your current processes are for investigation into that criminal activity, what leads you have, who you have interrogated, etc. Do you see her stutter for a second? And kind of her head cocks a couple of times. She's like, there's no clear evidence of a crime. Several of the personnel who routinely work in the vault have not returned to work. We are unaware of any other issue. Now, she's saying this, but you can look around the room and you see bloodstains all over the floor. And you see off to one corner stacks of body bags that are clearly full. And you can see in another part where there's these giant hoses and, and clamps and connectors that were obviously 
providing some sort of power and and perhaps other uh, maybe even nutrients or something to what you expect is this status coffin that's missing. And you can see drag marks across the floor where it was clearly moved out. Mm-hmm. Celeste looks to uh, Birik um, and nods towards the body bags. I presume I will uh, check the flesh. He'll look, he'll look at you like, again, vacant black sockets, no eyes. Yeah. But you can yeah. tell he's just like, why are you interrupting me? It's like you can tell that's the that's the thing. So he turns back and he replaces and everything he said initially to the ranger, he replaces, except or he, he restates exactly as he said it before, except he replaces the word crime with incident. There has been no well. The only recorded incident is that multiple personnel who work within the vault have been reassigned to other duties. The facility is operating at peak efficiency. Please provide a list of these uh, uh, these other employees and to where they have been reassigned. And please provide a full and detailed list of the individuals that make up the piles and bags of flesh in over yonder as he kind of points and nods in the direction. I'm unaware of any any bodies in bags. However, I can give you a full an accounting of all personnel who were reassigned. And she rattles off this list of names that appear on your data slate. Okay. And at that, Nero like walks over to one of the bags. Mm-hmm. Opens the body bag, and it it smells. This person is is died horribly. Even I mean, you can see like it's got um, oil and bile and blood and other um, some sort of like uh, proto blood. Obviously, a mechanicum design covering the bodies it's it's several large massive wounds it looks like it got hit by a bolter perhaps um it's got clear augmetics running through its body but they've been utterly destroyed so sister nur is just going to sort of like heft this body bag in Mm -hmm. front of this and just sort of point at it and just say identify Identify what? Identify the individual that is deceased inside this bag and just visible sort of frustration. I see damaged augmetics and biomaterial for recycling. At this point, Birk wants to, um, if he can, while Sister Nura is doing that, can he kind of try to do some kind of scan or tech assessment because uh, I'm definitely not trying to figure out if she's lying. I'm trying to figure out if she has been altered or manipulated in yeah. some particular way. Yeah. Uh, is okay. what I'm looking uh, for. You can. Um, give me a give me a difficulty for a tech test. Okay. All right. Here we go. Uh, that is six successes uh, with a wrath critical. critical. 
and one shift possible. So I guess extra information if that's possible. Mm -hmm. So I would say you're you're you as you sync up with her and you're communicating through binary, you push into some of her cortical uh, systems, and it is not that she has been altered, uh, but there has been a command placed into her um, primary short-term memory to disavow any information about what happened here in the vault, and she's not even aware of it. It's like just tripping up, like she's unable to process this short-term memory information. Yeah, that's what I was suspecting. Okay, all right. Uh, so then he will turn to Nora and Celeste, um, and we have gathered a sufficient amount of information. We should no longer waste Lieutenant Tango's time. I will tell you this now. We have increased security in the vicinity due to unexpected gang violence. And she looks confused as she's saying this, almost as if she's being prompted to say it without realizing why. Okay. Tech ganger violence in the sector has increased. And again, she gets that look on her face like she's not sure where it's coming from. Is that accurate though? Is that is there any way that Birk could you could you could confirm? sink into the data sphere? Yeah, just yeah. be a difficulty two tech test to sink into the data sphere and, and pull up information okay. on that. Yeah, so just to confirm to see if that's actually accurate or if it's just kind of like a BS story. Oh man. That's nine, nine successes. successes. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And a wrath um, critical. And three shifts possible. Okay. Um, you know all the things that are information for one and I'll put two in glory. I like it. You're uh yes. You're able I mean it's 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 all over the place throughout several not it's mainly in the uh Skitari uh cuz that's how you you did so well. You get into the Skitari database where they're tracking um tech gang activity and assaults against the servants of the Omnisaya theft of technology, and it definitely there has been a significant uptick in this area of Biloxia in the last 20 cycles. Okay. Uh, so then Birk uh, will will just kind of confirm, I think, with Tango. Uh, I know she even, even though she's demonstrating concern, um, as you were then, Lieutenant, it seems you have duties to attend to as the way. Thank you. Um, Sister Celeste, were you looking at any of the other bodies? Uh, yeah, I'd say she would have been looking at them to see if anything stands out. Okay. Give me either a, a difficulty three Medicaid test or a difficulty four scholar or tech test. Your choice. Uh, let's try Medicaid. Four successes, one wrath critical. All right. Um, so you're looking at the bodies, and that one that you saw definitely was he. They were killed with a bolter fire, but the majority of the bodies were killed with a very interesting burn pattern that you've seen before. In fact, you've seen it very often. You can tell that this looks like the use of an electro-leech staff to absorb the bioelectricity out of 
a human body, very similar to what you've seen Brother Talib use uh, when he enters into combat. You would say the vast majority of these people were killed by Fulgurite electro-priests. I like to imagine Nura just keeps like hefting bodies over and just sort of like shoving them at you because she's just so irritated with them, like <laughs> with TM and just how unhelpful they were. And so it's just like, for this, I need your brain. And you can give me, any of you can like, so you're, you've got that list of personnel that have been reassigned. Uh, you can give me a uh, either a difficulty for scholar check or tech check as you're going through these bodies to see if you can identify them against the list. Anybody or everybody can give it a shot. I mean, you guys okay. are all working. Yeah, together. I'll give it a go. I'll do T it. TN3? Yeah. TN4, Scholar or Tech Test, because they've been kind of messed right. up. I'll and somebody's tried, to scru- somebody's tried to scrub their information. Uh, Four successes, Tech or Scholar, oh. excuse me. Okay. So, Only Celeste, three for Nura. as you're looking and you're cross-referencing this list, um, you find a corresponding body to everyone on this list, except for one. The name Biren Emiga, who is a tech adept, his name is on the list of personnel that's been reassigned, but there's no corresponding body here. Um, Interesting. Where does it say that he's been reassigned to? Um, there's no information on where he's been reassigned to, but if somebody wants to do a check into his background, you might be able to find out more about who he is or what he was doing here. Is is there a way for Talov to check for the signature of the person who put the command order? Sure. Is that a thing we could do, or...? Because she'll she'll come over to Talov and she'll show him the slate and point to the name, nobody. Uh, okay. Um, well, I mean, is there any? Hmm. Okay, so we're trying. So there's no body, but we're trying to figure out whether he's reassigned. It, I wasn't following all of that. Well, so he was. So, so the, that whole list of names were were technically reassigned. Mm-hmm. The, at least that's what the that's what Tango Mike said is that all these personnel have been reassigned. Right. All of the people who have been reassigned are dead and in body bags except for this one guy. So you and, could dig deeper into the transfer order to try to find out more information. And okay. we know that um these other people died using a similar weapon to what you use. They've been So clearly they died justifiably. Clearly. Uh she just kind of smiles. Um, he he could have done it. If he did it, and he has an, he has the weapon of my holy order, then clearly there is good reason. But I suppose we should investigate further. We have a many jobs apparently to do. Uh, and so, yeah, I mean, I guess he'll he'll look more into the transporter, see if he can figure out where this beer and Merigan. Give me uh, a difficulty difficulty five tech test. Oh boy, getting up there now. 
Okay. Uh, force. I'm gonna. Um, I will. I'll wrath it up, and I will use a glory. Uh, nice. So I don't. I like again, it. I still. I still don't think there's a way to actually automate the glory usage. So I don't think so either. Well, uh, unless I roll a six, it doesn't matter. No, no good. No dice. Okay. So, did it you, only reroll one though? Oh, mean? never mind. Yeah, no, no roll them all. So you're trying to get into this transfer order, and you're not able to get any more information about who issued the transfer order or who was, you know, where they were being transferred to, supposedly. I mean, obviously, they weren't being transferred anywhere because they're dead. The only bit of information you're able to get out of this when you're looking specifically into uh, into the into this guy's name, into uh, Baron Amiga's name, is that he was the tech adept. He's a junior tech adept who was assigned to keep the stasis coffin operational. That's all the information you're able to glean from the transfer order. Uh, Beric will relay that, theorizing perhaps that whoever perpetrated this, whatever honorable Fulbright figures uh, perpetrated this uh, holy expulsion of heresy, um, likely kept the tech adept alive, perhaps because they wanted to keep the the status coffin functioning. At least that's Beric's theory at this point, but maybe not. So you've got uh, you've got some information on a missing tech adept, uh, some limited information on him that that may lead somewhere. You've got the possible lead into uh, the underworld of of Biloxia and the tech gang, uh, tech gangers who may be responsible in some way, and then you've got the potential lead into the uh, Fulbright Electro priests who you, Brother Talov, would know must be part of the Church of Dwindling Existence. Uh, that's the, the chapel for that is near Balexia's city limits. But it's the only electro-priest uh, chapel in Balexia. So you would think that if if it's electro-priests involved with mm. this, they must be have some kind of connection with the church. And that and that is specifically Fulgrate. It's not it's not those yep. jackass it's corpse carry, right? Okay. Yep, it's Fulgrate. Okay. Um so like he'll turn to the sisters, it'll be like, We could visit the home, the temple of my order. We could speak with the tech adept in the uh in the uh upstairs. Perhaps they have uh, a location for where this uh Bered Amiga uh, might be. Outside of their assignment here, do you have any We've other ideas? Everything that we can from this, and and Nora is just sort of looking annoyed at the one that just kept spewing false information, and then she's like schlepped all of these bodies for Sister Celeste, and she just sort of looks around and she's like, "I'm done. I'm done here. That's." Um. So just to clarify, so the. The coffin was dragged. Does the do those drag marks stop anywhere? Uh, to the elevator. It was taken into the elevator. Got it. Okay. 
so there wasn't like an alternate. Got it. Okay. Doesn't appear to be. Only one way in and one way out of this vault, it looks like. We should, we should speak with Detective Dipt on the way out and see if there is any additional information they can provide. If there were any surveillance equipment that perhaps have seen those who have physically removed the status coffin. I wonder, should... do you think there's logs for the elevator? Logs? He said it was programmed for us to to go down. Yes, we can acquire. Inquire. Do you have anything to contribute, Sister Nara? Or not Sister Nara, whatever we're calling you. Yeah. Do you have anything to contribute? What, we should come I've, up with whatever our names. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I was thinking. <laughs> oh, we should do Three's was, Company. I still think we should do Three's Company. <laughs> <laughs> I have been assisting. Um, I'm not sure what the name is going to be, but I have been providing physical assistance during the uh, examination of the bodies. And she Good just sort you. of like waits by the door for us to go to the next place. She's like, mm. <laughs> I'd like to imagine you weren't actually though. Like you were taking the ones I discarded that I finished with and then we're just terrorizing TM with them. <laughs> So sort of like she's been busy, but whether she's actually been helping is up for uh, discussion. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Tango Mike just shakes her head as you walk by. <laughs> she and, and binary chatters at Brother Talif. I feel greatly for the sacrifice you must make to work with flesh bags. Mm -hmm. And uh, and he'll just he'll just communicate back. Um, the Omnissiah be praised. My sacrifice is but small compared. And then we'll get back on the elevator. Elevator up. Door slides open. And the tech priest is there. Yeah. So yeah, we'll just I think we'll just ask I think a couple questions like about elevator logs, whether there's any security footage or of some kind, if there's any any anything that they they got visually or even audibly. And if they have any, uh, basically any personnel information about Biren uh, Amiga that we might be able to. Uh, oh, also, I guess one other question we would probably ask is if there are any, uh, if there are any disciples from the Fulgrite Temple that have visited uh, recently uh, to pay respects of some kind. Absolutely. So he goes, uh, Brother, you may access the security system to check the elevator logs and all of the security feeds. Uh, they are available to you. Uh, on to your question, uh, there have been uh, Fulgrite priests who have visited to pay respects to the fallen tech priests and praise the augmetics about us uh, in service to the motive force. And he goes, she shows you a panel. Uh, it was kind of hidden when you came in, but it's like one of the very first models of your Electu staff is, is there. And he's like, many come to pay homage and worship at one of the first of the staves. And Birk will take a moment. He'll catch Electu. We'll get a little brighter as he is. And 
kind of awe and reverence of the uh, of sort of like the, the like, like you said the earliest one of the early models mm-hmm. of this essentially like yep. the early adopter who got to use that uh, Birk is probably a bit uh, a bit excited okay um, uh, and then he does say while you are looking at the security feeds I can pull up the subdermal implant information for Biron Amiga and provide you with his identification elect two so you can track him if he if his reassignment was fraudulent uh Birk will assent in uh in approve yep um so as you now go ahead good i was just gonna say if if you're gonna get into the security system it's just a simple dn3 tech test to pull up the uh elevator logs and security feeds all right, five successes this time. Shift, uh, I got shift. one shift, extra info, whatever, okay. if that's, so that's available. The logs and security feeds have been completely scrubbed. Uh, there's no information whatsoever. With And it was expertly done. But with your deep connection to the data sphere, you're actually able, because of your recent um, time with her, you're able to to decipher the digital fingerprints of the Arch Domina herself uh, as being ultimately responsible for wiping the security feed and elevators. You think probably it's to hide the fact that the stasis co- coffin was stolen from whoever the actual owner is. Okay, he will not verbalize that uh, until we're out of uh, detection of tech priests and various other folks on here. Um, okay. And you said and he, he does, uh, he yeah. provides you the, uh, identification elect to for, uh, bear and Amiga. So you can use that to trace him through the data sphere. Okay. Uh, he'll turn to the sisters to see if they have any ideas. Nura was looking over Beric's shoulder because it was like just looking at camera feed and she's just sort of looking over the shoulder and saying, that is not useful. There is nothing there. You are wrong. It is very there, useful. The fact that, that is, there is nothing there does not mean it is not useful. The fact that there is nothing there, but yet somebody took very careful aims to delete it. And not only that, I am able to determine possibly who it was that did such a thing. All of that is useful. Perhaps you should stop thinking so linearly and start thinking more broadly. But this is not something you are capable of doing so with such a meatbag brain inside of your useless bone skull. Anyhow. There's no one on the video. While while they're (laughs) doing that. (laughs) Almost like this is like cover for the person that's listening. There's no one on the video. There's there's, there's no one there. While they're doing that, uh, Celeste approaches the uh, priest. Um, Do you have a list of everyone who has access to visit that lowest chamber? Uh, the lowest, ch- the vault chamber, at, yes. I do. Uh, uh, by I what like authority a... do you request this information? The Archdomina herself, of course. May I have a copy? Uh, may you provide a copy of this contract so that when questioned about this, I will be able to provide this as additional information for my answer? Um... That should be suitable. It would be her asking about it. Potentially. 
the vault not only houses the dominas um good there are other areas of the vault that are the responsibility of other senior tech adepts and magoses but yes and he provides you a list of personnel who have direct access so it's all of the names on that on the on and all the names of the people in the body bags have okay. access to the vaults uh beer and amiga and then there's uh the domina and another four magoses have access to the vault because they had things stored within the vault including okay. one of them who was um who she alluded to the domina alluded to might be one of the personnel responsible or at least an agent of one of the personnel responsible and that is a magos from the Sekutari uh, who are responsible for the uh, Titan, uh, the Legion of Titans. Um, and she'll ask if any of these additional people have been here the date that this, uh, when this event happened. Uh, and you see the tech priest goes, no one visited the vault. Uh, no one was here on the day that the alleged break-in and as he's speaking to you his eyes start to flutter a little bit and he goes can you rephrase your question um and then she'll state explicitly did any of these people visit this location during the hours of this hour and this hour she doesn't mention any stolen goods break-in mm -hmm. or anything like that just an hour time frame he looks he goes on the day in question in the times you have proposed there was no one within the facility and does he have that weird eye flicker thing again he does um she's gonna uh call over talov hey, will um be you. And then instead of, like, actually saying her questions to you, she's just going to send you, like, through comms, um, a compromised question mark to, about referring to the techno priest. Yeah. I mean, this, is, this isn't at all surprising for Dalov. Like, so he'll, if we're, if we're just doing basic messaging, he'll probably just verbalize, please cease with redundant information. Yeah, he'll just say that directly out loud to you, Sisters Love. Okay. And then, I mean, at that point, I mean, Beric's ready to go, I think, to be honest. Like, I think if we have the data for Beer and Amiga, if we know that some of the Fulgurite folk were here, if we know that Secutari Magos might have had access, like, I think we have, I don't know, I think we're going to get, I think we might have everything we can get right now from this place especially since like they're all kind of yeah i don't think we're going to get any logs and, and all that kind of stuff is, is basically gone so where would you like to actually. go oh, gotcha uh so celeste will thank the techno priest for the thing and, and mention she mentions uh baron underneath her breath to like lead him to believe like that's who we're paying more attention to not those other names <laughs> and then she'll leave with uh the rest of the group and as you go to leave, he goes, the Omnissiah's blessing on you. You. 
and it will continue to go. Um, outside, like Beric will go ahead and fill in the stuff that he was thinking um, that likely the Archdomina herself is responsible for covering all of this, making sure that nothing can be seen. Um, everyone within that place is more than likely compromised in one manner or another. And not only are the people compromised, but the tech was in there, which isn't to say that we don't have leads to follow. Um, we could speak with the Fulgrite priests, uh, the temple. Um, we could continue to try to seek out this Baron Amiga. So I think one of those two probably would make the most sense right now. Well, and, and if we assume that this uh, technology, this vaunted technology has been compromised ever so much as to be considered almost useless, is there even a point to tracking this Viren Amiga if we assume that all of the technology that is presented to us has been messed with, as it were. Due uh, diligence. Yeah, just make sure he's not with it. As he's the person who's there to maintain it. And it's she's she's irritated because she just like spent all of her time before the job like interrogating people and not getting anything that she wanted and now on the job we're interrogating people and we're getting bullshit mm -hmm. answers so she's just like a bit miffed at this particular <laughs> point okay well perhaps we could visit the Fulgrite temple and you could express your frustrations and disdain I'm sure they will be most appreciative of your complaints Away we go. So we're gonna head to the chapel. Yeah, I think that's what that's what Bird wanted to do. Yeah, yeah. I like it. So you head towards the outskirts of Baloxia to the Church of the Dwindling Existence. Um, you get close, there's some major construction areas near it. Um, but you're able to get into the uh get to the into the church. Um as you approach, Beric, you've, you've been here before. This is not anything new to you. You know that, you know, the, that this home to the Electro priests, you know, the devotees of the motive force uh, as the as the machine gods, you know, part of the machine gods trinity um, are very devout. And the, as you as you move towards the doors uh, the electus on your body light up, and the doors uh, to this this large chapel uh, slide open, uh, and you feel the welcoming pitch darkness and cool air uh, that is the home uh, for the Fulgrite priest. You have no need for for light, no need for physical comfort, um, but it is oppressively dark. Uh, much like uh, the other location was for Sisters Nura and Sister Celeste. As you move into this darkness, Beric, you can sense another one of your brothers, an electro-priest before you. And as you come closer, his electu, electus begin to light up um, in this coruscating pattern of recognition and you feel this binary chatter coming off of him as he identifies himself to you. 
and Birk will see. This is where I'm not sure. Uh, so if I've been here before, I feel like they would know Birk, even though we're mm-hmm. supposed to be um, under. Yeah, he... hmm. No, he's definitely going to recognize you. Yeah. So I think I don't see. I I, yeah, I don't think Birk would be deceptive. So I think he'll communicate. Birk will communicate who he is. Um, he will kind of reciprocate. Oh. Uh, yeah, he'll reciprocate with, with honesty. Like, I think that's all he would do. And you get back through binary. Uh, what is your purpose here, brother? To worship, or do you have a secondary area of concern? Uh, and then Birk will communicate that the Messiah has guided me here today. I must speak with one of the senior priests, whoever is available for discussion a incident has arisen that concerns the Fulgrate chapel query what incident do you refer to uh so then there was is there a name other than tech crypt i know it was a tech crypt but is there is any other like specific like proper name associated with or anything uh yeah you can just go with tech crypt. okay yeah yeah, so uh, the tech crit within the Forge City has been uh, assaulted. A oh. theft has been perpetrated. And you, so you, yeah. yeah, as soon as you say that, he 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 sends off another burst of binary uh, deeper into the chapel, and then you feel the binary coding moving between him and someone else, and he. He responds back to you and 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 lingua techna and says that the high luminin asifa will see you in her office and at that point these sections of the floor light up with this kind of soft blue light to allow sister nora and sister celeste to see better and basically the pathway lights up heading back towards uh the office of high luminin asifa Okay, uh, he will thank the brother for his time, and uh, and follow, and kind of lead off in that direction, hoping that this. I imagine are we were like kind of awkwardly just like again at your elbows while you're having this conversation. <laughs> this is Janet. This is Chrissy. It's nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so uh, yeah, Jack, you uh, Jack was a tripper. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, age myself so badly. We're, we're all, I'm doing it too. I know. I yeah, know. we're yeah. good. We figured it out in chat. I actually had to Google it. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. That's <laughs> no, okay. It's all right. Sorry. It's all right. It's okay. Um, as you move down this lighted corridor, it leads to a, a door that immediately slides open, and you go into this very Spartan chamber made of engraved stone, but it's fully lit. So obviously she anticipates um, others not of your calling being with you. And you see this woman with golden skin that's rippling with potential energy, but grounded by this incredibly ornate electro-leech staff uh, that's capped with a sharpened pick in her hand. She goes, how may I help you, Brother Talov? Hi, uh, Luminen. Thank you for agreeing to see me and my compatriots today. We have a task that we have been put on, and it concerns, it seems, uh, the chapel. 
The tech crypt on the other side, the Forge City, has recently suffered a burglary that has resulted in the deaths of several tech adepts and other staff. And from modest investigation of the corpses, we have deduced that electro-leech's uh, leech thefts were the the murder weapons, the killing blows. Now, I am in no way accusing anyone within the chapel of wrongdoing. I am merely trying to find enlightenment as to the motivation behind such an act. Oh, indeed, brother. Ah, I will tell you what I know. First and foremost, uh... It was Electro Priests. I sent them to undertake this mission. Of course. Uh, I I was notified by the Secutari of the Legio Caruthos about this tech crypt and this stasis coffin in its bowels and the obscene amount of energy that was being siphoned away from the Holy Omnissiah and the great forge city of Baloxia to keep this one stasis coffin intact. Unbelievably irresponsible misuse of energy at a time when the Gilead system's resources have been pushed to the limit. So, I ordered my priests to attack the tech crypt and to disconnect that abomination from the Omnissiah's power grid. And if the Archdomina has a problem with that, she can interface with me at the temple, and we will let the Omnissiah judge whose logic is purer. Uh, Birk has been nodding the whole time in complete and utter agreement. I thank you for enlightening me. I assume there was a reasonable explanation. It seems as though you and the brothers and sisters within the temple have done a great service to the Omnissiah these days. Indeed. It was unfortunate that the guards had to be killed, but their biological components will serve as corpse starch, and their augmentations, minor such that they were, shall be recycled and returned to the favor of the Omnissiah. They will find purpose, yes. May I, I ask a question? Indeed, brother. What has become of this status coffin? Ah, well, the Secutari put me in charge with a group of tech gangers called the Hardwares. They're distinguished, you may know, by their blood-red cybernetic arms. They were hired as cannon fodder to move the stasis coffin out of the tech crypt after disconnecting it for the blasphemy of wasting energy. It is my understanding that the hardwares did remove the stasis coffin. Of course, the Sakutari called and wanted the stasis coffin returned to them, but that was not my concern. I do not care what happened to the stasis coffin as long as it is no longer draining the power of the Omnissiah. 
It is my understanding that the hardwares made off with it themselves. Of course, the Secutari were unamused by this turn of events, but again, if they fail to accept the logic, they can debate it with the Omnissiah themselves. Of course. Hi, Luminen. Another query. Do you know of where these hardware tech gingers might have taken the status coffin? I fear they will attempt to reinitialize it elsewhere. And although your dominion is here within the Great Forge City, my travels take me to many places. And my concern is that another city will suffer a similar fate. And this is not something that I can stand. That is a reasonable concern, for we must serve the Omnissiah's interests here and everywhere. However, I do not know how to contact the hardwares or where they may be. However, I can arrange you arrange contact for you with the Secutari, who were the ones who provided me access to the hardwares. They may have information about this tech gang that I do not. We will be most grateful. Thank you, Hyman. A screech of binary comes across your data slate, and you have been given access to the Secutari and an appointment to meet with them, with with the Secutari. Okay. Uh, Beric has literally no questions, and we'll say, like, we'll, we'll, at this point, very respectfully, we thank you for your time. May the Omnisite bless you. And he will, like, very reverently start to back out of the room unless Sister Nura or Sister Celeste, a.k.a. Chrissy and Janet, wants to embarrass him. <laughs> and and, to, and in all <laughs> fairness, all you, all the two of you heard was this screeching <laughs> chatter between yeah. the two of them. So you, have, you have no real idea what just transpired. But she does like, look at you, and, and she nods at you as, as Brother Talib starts to uh, withdraw. Yeah, as he starts to walk away, I think we're, we've gotten kind of used to it. Celeste does her usual. She nods, thank you, uh, and leaves, praises, you know, the Emperor Omnissiah. <laughs> I, I would like to imagine that, like... The two of us were just sort of back there kind of doing that thing that you do where you sort of like make up what you think people are saying when you have no idea what they're saying. You're like Mystery Science Theater 3000 guy. Just sort of like having this very made up conversation like, oh, yes, I definitely agree with what you're saying. I am not sure that I agree with what you are saying. <laughs> we're just sort God. of like quietly bouncing back Beric and forth. didn't hear you. That's, that's blasphemy right there. This is blasphemy. <laughs> oh, oh, good times. So you withdraw from the chapel with, you know, armed with new information, or at least Brother mm -hmm. Talib is. Uh, what do you What do you do? Uh, Birk, by the way, will not share it. He will just uh, go towards whatever transit they have that's mm -hmm. easily accessible, so they can get to the secretary in time for the appointment that's been set. Okay. Well, actually, uh, is there? Do we have a lot of time? Is it? Is it a a lengthy amount of time before that appointment. You've, you've got about uh, four hours, uh, and okay. it's it's fairly close. I mean, uh, okay. public transportation will get you there within thirty minutes, so you have you've got some time. If that's the case, then Beric will go ahead and and he will divulge 
everything that he learned, uh, including that we have an appointment to meet with the Secutari to learn more about the hardware tech gangers and where they might have taken the status coffin. And then he will look at Sister Nura and in the time in which I acquired all of that information, what have you produced? We ensured that no one have attacked you. Clearly, your safety <laughs> suggests our success. That chapel was Do you have filled. bruises? Have you been attacked? No, we have been successful. That chapel was filled with brothers and sisters of the Fulbright Order. You stood within the halls at their hmm, whim. <laughs> Do not mistake, you are both very powerful, but you cannot stand in face of an entire chapel. Sure, sure. Of, of, of folks, basically, of like you're, you're not facing off against like a whole chapel of, of, of Brother Tyrick, especially in that little outfit you've got on. <laughs> uh-uh. Take it. It'll take you out so fast. <laughs> a couple of them might go and, down, don't get me wrong, but we're okay with that. And so Nur's like, so the, and she's sort of following the, so, so, so. They took the thing, and then they took the thing from the thing, and then now they don't know where the thing is. And she just sort of like tracking the whole, like, where the did the body go? And her great and esteemed wisdom as provided by the Messiah protected the fort city from an expenditure of the Messiah's energy, as she is wont to do, and blessed be she to do such a thing. So we're unplugging the energy vampires so that they do not continue to use energy? Is that what all of this was about? You have a way with your words. G- Wait, you're Chrissy. Yes. I'm Chrissy, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so while this conversation is going on, you guys have been uh, in transport uh, transiting to the Titan Fortress of Karadar, which is uh, uh, a large mammoth pyramid-like structure. Uh, when you when you enter it, it's actually direct transport into it. Uh, the the tube slides open, and you you walk out into into basically a receiving room, and you see a, another tech adept approaching you. And he has the crest on of uh, the Titan Legion. How may I assist you, brother? And Birk, again, wasting no time, uh, will explain the situation, the appointment, the time, etc. With hmm. optimal efficiency. Very difficult to schedule. I know that you have an appointment. Give me a... Difficulty three influence test. <laughs> uh, influence? Uh, what's that? Um, um, where it's at on the character sheet. Yeah, I don't, I don't see an influence. Yeah. It's under the gear tab. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, um, well, all right. Here we go. Um, All right. Uh, did, Excellent. Oh, yep. okay. Like I still don't so, see it. I got it. He, he looks at you and goes, uh, I'll let her know you're here. Please wait. And could you also be sure to mention 
that the high luminin hang on, I the name. That the high luminin Osifa. I am here on her behalf. Ah, yes, I will let her know. He disappears. I would not want to disappear, disappoint the high luminin. Ah, uh, indeed. I understand how particular those of your calling are. I will let I will let our personnel know that you are here. And he walks Derek away. Beric doesn't take that as a, as an insult by the way. He's just like, "Yeah, thank you. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> we are." Uh <laughs> Yeah. About a half hour later, uh you see a, a Titan guard captain walking out in in her uniform. She approaches you. Birk Talov, I assume? Yes. I'm Axiarch Thracia, guard captain of the Titan Legio. What may I do for you? We have an appointment to meet with the Secretary on behalf of High Luminin Osifa. Uh, God dang, I keep forgetting your name. Uh, High Luminin Osifa. We have urgent business. And you are meeting with me. What is your oh, urgent business? My bad. Okay. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh, you had no way uh, of knowing. <laughs> okay, good, good, good. I wasn't sure that was like a Jeff being a dumbass. No, 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 okay. no. She's being a dick. Okay, good, good, good. <laughs> so, um, again, he doesn't pick up on that. Fellowship of one. He just, that, this kind of stuff doesn't bother him. <laughs> um, so he will, he would say, um, we have learned from High Luman in Osifa that a incident has occurred at a nearby tech crypt involving the tech ganger group called the Hardwares that they have absconded with a stolen. She status. holds up her hand. She's like, "No, I am sorry. I do not compute. No, these are this facts did not that I, I understand. We have heard Give me- a." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he leaves. <laughs> See ya. Give me a. Happen, guys. Give me a, a a difficulty three insight check. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, here we go. Did you say an insight test? Insight. Yeah. Uh, I have. Hey, I still I got two successes. The best I could do. I have one die. <laughs> You can. You can. Yes, you can. Because I mean, you guys are all hearing this, so. I mean, I'm rolling two dice because everything tonight oh, has God, been. Nora. Oh crap! Oh, God. <laughs> I, I didn't help. I made it worse. I rolled a rough complication. Oh no! Between the three of you, um, <laughs> you're able to figure out. She's Robert's clearly. She's clearly bluffing. She knows something happened, and she's just trying to stonewall you. Um, the wrath complication. Roll, roll the complica- complication. Let's see what it comes up with. I'll see. Um, I've got something in mind. Sure, machine spirit. Some technology in the <laughs> scene malfunctions. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like it. Um. Okay, so what happens is when she just says no and is clearly preparing to dismiss you, a servo skull flies out of a corridor and stops. Doesn't say anything, doesn't do anything, but just sort of scans 
the four of you and the colors of its eyes change from this kind of light lavender to a scarlet. And this kind of unnerves uh, the captain quite a bit. And then the servo skull just spins and flies away. And she looks back. She's sputtering. She's like, listen. Come with me. Come with me. And she leads you deeper into the compound, into her office. The doors to her office seal. You feel the pressure change in it. And then, uh, Birk, you feel um, suddenly off kilter as she uses some sort of data baffles uh, to basically turn this into a, 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 a cone of silence, so to speak, within her office. No data in, no data out. Okay. All right. What are your questions? Uh, <laughs> with no joking at all, he just goes through the exact same thing he was saying outside in the exact order. The high lumen, like a, a incident has occurred at the tech crypt within the Forge City involving the theft of a status coffin by the tech gangers, uh, the, the uh, they call the hardwares. Yeah. Uh, we have been informed by uh, High Lumen and Ossifa that you have contact with this, uh, this tech gang. Uh, we would like to uh, be debriefed as to the intelligence you have on this tech gang and perhaps their whereabouts. All right. I'm not saying we had anything to do with the theft of this status coffin. However, my spies within my organization did determine the existence of the status coffin, but they were unable to corroborate what its con what was its contents. I believe that it contains something of heretical nature. And I was determined to retrieve it to prove that Archdomina Vakul is unsuitable for rulership if she is maintaining heretical tech within a tech crypt within her own city. Now, I don't know where the status coffin is right now. The mercenaries that we were, that supposedly were hired, uh, betrayed us and took off with the status coffin and the tech adept who was maintaining it but we don't know where they went uh, and we don't know where they are right now I will tell you this though if you bring us the status coffin we will match the price of Archdomina Vakul and increase it by a full 50% Because the last it's known our goal. The la our last contact with uh, them was when they were leaving the tech crypt. They're fairly savvy and they scrub their tech presence from the data sphere. We don't know where they where they went to ground. The last image we have was their their group loading the status stasis coffin onto ground transport and um helping this tech adept up into it audio just briefly picked up 
this tech adept saying, you've got to be careful with the stasis coffin. It's my job to maintain it. I can't let anything happen to it. Then they dropped off. They scrubbed all surveillance of the ground vehicle, and we've lost track of them. At that point, we shut the operation down. Do you have a dossier on the hardwares containing suspected and or known members, suspected and or known associates, suspected and or known locations that they are possibly to be taking hideout within? We don't have precise information on any of their personnel, but I can tell you uh, that the hardwares and at least members of the hardwares uh, are often uh, found down in some of the underhive areas of Biloxia. Um, there's a, a, a secondhand cyber chop dock uh, that they often go to. Um, it's called the tune-up. It's a backstreet cyber surgery. Um, it's neutral ground for all the, the tech gangers. The owner, his name is Scriner. Um, if anybody knows more about them, it'll be Scriner. So we could go in saying that we are looking for some adaptations. That's that's his primary business. So yeah, that would be a good cover to get in if you wanted to go that route. How exactly your... did you get in touch with the hardware? Bruce Griner. We notified him that we were looking for a group of tech gangers for plausible deniability and the help of retrieval of that stasis coffin. He set up the the transfer of, of funds. There was no face-to-face -face meeting with them. It's not a part of the city that I go to. Do you have the capability of, um, and so he's going to provide the data that he was given for Biren Amiga. Um, cause you said like there was some data that we had, mm -hmm. uh, is it pot? So I'm, that's, I mean, it seems pretty clear that that's the tech adept that's doing that. Um, mm -hmm. I guess what Birk is looking for is if there's any information that she might have on Beer and Amiga, or that could they could acquire about Beer and Amiga that maybe wasn't immediately available to us at the already sort of scrubbed tech crypt. She goes, listen, I'm not going to get directly involved with this, but my cogitator there uh, can link into the full city surveillance network, and if you've got his identification elect to, you may be able to get the information that you need yourself. I will be taking a meditation break. I expect I won't see you again when I come back to my office. She leaves the office and leaves okay. her cogitator open for, for access. And he'll immediately start going to town on it. Yeah. Okay. Enhance. 
Give me a, a DN5 tech test. Um, oh, greater boy. successes will give you greater information. Okay. Nura just stands behind him. Your oh, back is safe. Five. You have still not been attacked. <laughs> we are successful. <laughs> just. <laughs> She's just standing there with her arms folded because she has like absolutely no skill oh, in like God. anything that we've done, like tech or insight <laughs> or cutting or any of the things. So she's just like, I am useful. <laughs> Would I still have Haster Cravo with me? Yeah. He's okay. with you all can, the time. Yeah. Can I can I absolutely. tap into him for assistance? You on this? certainly may. Okay, because I'm out That's of his job. Uh, and what do I do? You remember what I get in terms of um, assistance from him? Uh, two bonus dice. Perfect. Thank you. Difficulty five. Bonus of uh, two. Okay. Here we go. Yeah, four successes. Uh, not not quite enough. Just missed it. Okay. So you do get some information, but you don't get all of it. So you're able to track his whereabouts you could confirm that he has not been back to his home or work since the attack um and you're able to determine that he used his adept credentials to reserve transportation capacity on the stronos space elevator destined for delta sig novum orbital platter uh platform that he made two reservations. One left yesterday and the other leaves tomorrow. But that's all the information you're able to glean from it. Okay. Uh, so it was the Strono, it was a Stronum elevator, you said? So there's, Stro yeah, the Stronos space elevator. Stronos. Okay. And it's destined for the Delta Sig Novum orbital platform. Okay. One of his reservations left yesterday, and he's got a reservation that leaves tomorrow. And both of them are going to the same location, like both like the elevator connects to the same. Okay. Correct. You 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 would you would expect because you know, I mean, you know this area, you know the Strono space elevator. It's difficult to get space on it, so mm -hmm. it may just be that those were the only two reservations that he could get that he could get okay. to closer together. Okay. Uh. We have a lead. We could head to the space elevator. Uh, we could try a stakeout for the, the time tomorrow. We could try to inquire and see if there is any footage or something like that, security footage of him actually getting on or confirmation that he actually completed the first. Um, so in terms of the timeline of what happened in the tech crypt and his, uh, his actual first reservation, is there enough time between those two for him to actually get over there and onto the? Uh, onto oh yeah, the, yeah, then, yeah. Okay. So it was the, the the theft was three days ago. His his first reservation was yesterday, so it was a two day mm -hmm. gap between the theft and and the first uh, reservation out for the space elevator. Okay. We have a way of telling where the space elevator is going at that time that he left. Uh, yeah, I mean it, it, Delta Sig. Place. Yeah, oh, it was. Yeah, it was going it. up okay. to the Delta Sig Novum orbital platform. So there's there's multiple space elevators connecting mm -hmm. the surface of a vacuum to different orbital platforms, and the one he made reservations were were specifically for the Delta Sig Novum orbital platform. What do we know about that platform? Nothing at the moment. 
much. I mean, you know it's an orbital platform. You know that there are foundries on it. You know that there's some shipyards and docking. It's Most of these orbital platforms are used for um, transferring of goods uh, from orbit to the planet and from the planet to ships to take elsewhere. So it's just easier than landing a ship and then having to take off. You burn through a lot less fuel if you're able to load and offload from orbit. So that's the primary purpose of these orbital platforms. Gotcha. Okay, cool. Birk probably takes them decently regularly. All the time. Yeah, all the time. Yeah. So maybe not this one, but he's definitely taken uh, some before. Okay. Um, So, yeah, I mean, it sounds like we could go there as ASAP and see if we can get anyone or into any systems to confirm that he was he actually took advantage of his reservation yesterday and short of, you know, if, if, if it looks like he hasn't and or even if he has, we could even make use of like a stakeout or something for tomorrow or whatever. And see if we can grab him then. Seems like the. Yeah, because it does do. seem like they're going to try and get this coffin off planet. I like it. So as you leave uh, the 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 this. um uh, Legio Caruthas Fortress. You're walking out of the entryway and into the public square and headed towards public transportation. Uh, you hear somebody clear their throat. <clears throat> uh, Brother Talith, mind if I bend you here for a moment? And as you turn, you see this shabbily dressed man in a, in a protective overcoat. Uh, looks like he's dressed like a forge laborer. Mm. Um, he walks up, he's like, uh, I'm a, uh, I'm a criminal investigator here on Balexia. He shows you his ID. You see, he's got a very crude, uh, augmetic in his right eye. And it's kind of looking off to one side as his real eyes staring at you. He's like, I'd really like to ask you a few questions. If you've got a moment, you and your, and he looks over at the sister's. And you can see that he starts to say sisters, but then he says associates. And that's where we're going to stop for tonight. Okay. As our uh, as our crew of investigators are on the hunt for a missing stasis coffin. Like, oh, this and is Janet. Is this us. is Chrissy. <laughs> Janet? <laughs> no, like, Who's Wait a minute. Who's this you're talking about? He goes, right. I'm sorry. I didn't introduce myself. I'm Mr. Yeah. Ropa. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> oh, Ashley, if you only do, it's better than uh, Furley. Can you do your Don Knotts yeah. impression? <laughs> oh, no. I, I can't do a Don Knotts to save my life. <laughs> oh, goodness. Oh, oh. awesome. Like, Party That's fantastic. That's awesome. Fanta- oh, that, was, that was a lot uh, of fun. Um, Sister Nura, uh, what's up? Did you do anything? Did you get any? I mean, the one thing you were supposed to do is protect my back, and you let know, a well, undercover and, cop. And, and if, get right if we up hadn't on cut it. right then, Sister Nuru mm-hmm. was going to like cross her arms and just, just sort of slide herself over <laughs> behind him to make it look like she was doing something useful yeah. here. Uh, uh, <laughs> so we've gone from a, a heavy train heist and some uh, and fighting orcs to a deep investigation. So. Uh, Absolutely. A little change in directions, but some fun, I hope, for everybody. No, it was a lot of fun. I love uh, it. I enjoyed that. Yeah. Uh, I got to go to the full great temp- uh, chapel house, so I'm 
extremely excited. Uh, so, I mean, I had to bring these two with me, but you know, they're nice. <laughs> <laughs> we've, we've been helping. We're so helpful. I want that in first our edition Electro Leech staff so bad right now. <laughs> I just want to grab it. It is a beauty. And then hers uh, was like all fancy like, and it's like, oh, oh my God. Hers was yeah. like, you looked One at hers day. and you were like, oh my yeah. God, that's like. Ten wealth right would probably would cost you to have have one man. High like luminin that. tell off. There's a ring to that. That's, a, that's, to a, good, that. that's a nice ring to that. Nice yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, let's do some closing plugs. Then we get on out of here. Uh, so, Aaron, why don't you tell us first about uh, what's going on with uh, with Gar Black? Fantastic. Next Tuesday at 4 p.m. Uh, uh, Eastern. No. So yeah, 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You can catch Millie, the GM, as she continues her Coriolis run, uh, the the classic Coriolis free league game. Um, uh, not to not to be confused with the new one that's going to be coming out on Kickstarter soon, but uh, definitely check it out. She's been running this campaign for a long time, and uh, with the icon's blessing, she will finish it off. Then on Wednesday, you can find me back in the narrator's seat as we continue our Marvel multiverse playthrough of the Cataclysm of Kang. Uh, we are fighting to save New York against the supremacy and the Hydra forces of Earth 56348. And then on Thursday, Pete should be back continuing his heroic deeds playthrough uh of uh the red hand of doom heroic deeds being his own game that he is kickstartering right now it's got i think six days left maybe five days fully funded high fantasy with an old school feel with some nice interesting new modern mechanics so definitely check out his playthrough either live on youtube or the older youtube sections check out the discord if you got questions for him and if you like what you see back it absolutely uh, as for us here, what do we got going on? Tomorrow is our next stream. We've got some more Call of Cthulhu playing our internal, uh, eternal, eternal lies campaign. Uh, Monday, we're back to Fragged Empire, so it's more space sci-fi shenanigans. Uh, Tuesday, we are playing uh, some of Heroic Deeds, and so we're going to finish up our trio uh, of episodes for that, so you can come see how it's played right here on this channel as well. Uh, Thursday, we're starting a brand new campaign. We just finished up Werewolf the Apocalypse last night, uh, and we are going to be starting up some Simba Room, speaking of Free League. Uh, so come, uh, come hang out with us and meet the new characters, see how it all kind of gets thrown off. We're going to, we're going to try to do the Throne of Thorns campaign, that big mega campaign. So, um, we'll see how that goes. Uh, it's gonna be fun. I'm excited. Uh, and then, uh, Friday next week, we got Delta Green, uh, and we'll be back with more Warhammer 40k in two weeks. As we alternate with Delta Green. Uh, thank you to everyone hanging out tonight. Thank you to 20 Sides, to Every Story, for the raid. We really do appreciate it. Uh, we are going to go ahead and raid our buddies over at the Defenders of Cobalt. Uh, as they are playing some Teenage Odyssey, our friend Chuck has a game up on Kickstarter called Teenage Odyssey. And if you want to see uh, how it's played, we're going to come, we're going to go show you as we're going to raid them, and then maybe you can go back. Uh, so have a good night, everybody. Thanks for hanging out, and we'll see y'all, uh, we'll see y'all later. Bye-bye. Good night. <laughs>